crispy. It's crispy, but bright and blue Friday morning. And uh, we have this, I think we have formally made that decision that uh, Fridays have now been given over to Derech Hashem. I think that seems to have been the consensus. Also, some Yudin out there in WhatsApp land um, gave their votes, gave their votes as such. So, Officer uh, of is great. It's beautiful. At some point, we will return to Officer of Nosson. It is a very nice leave of Officer of Nosson. But um, rather than have our, our, our Monday through Friday limit broken up, Derech Hashem and then Officer of Nosson, and, and have less of uh, Derech Hashem, we're going to have more Derech Hashem. Um, <coughs> And maybe, hopefully, you know, it'll rub off on us a little bit, you know, when you're going through the Derech Hashem, you, the hopes are to get the Derech Hashem, and uh, what better Derech to be on, and to be on the Derech of Hashem, be on the Derech of Hashem. So, we're up to Perik Aleph, Chelek Aleph, rather, Perik Gimel, Perik Gimel, Simon Tess, Aleph Gimel Tess. No, no, that's not where we are at all. We're up to Aleph Gimel, yes, that's ex- exactly where we are, Aleph Gimel Tess. What? what? We went through Ches. Now, as we said yesterday, it has a big paragraph, a huge paragraph, one of the biggest paragraphs in the entire Sefer. And this is like the third or the fourth time that we're saying that. But it is one of the biggest paragraphs in the entire Sefer. And a lot's going on, a lot to chew and digest and swallow and let percolate over here. So before we move on to Tess, let's just wrap up some of the strings, the loose ends, and the bits and pieces from Ches. And then we'll be prepared to move on into Tess. Ches is where he gives us his explanation of the shift in reality pre-chet and post-chet, before the chet of Adam, after the chet of Adam, and the shift and change in the universe, in, in, in creation, not just in mankind, not just in humanity, but in the universe, pre-chet and post-chet. And we have to pay such, such, such careful attention over here to the details, to the, how he structures and how he phrases things to be able to really come away with a solid understanding of... <clears throat> Not only what that shift was, but how that shift happened, how Adam was able to be chayte, what that chayt was exactly, what was the chayt of Adam Rishon, and all the changes that it wrought. And we saw yesterday, the Ramchal definitely, definitely is telling us this famous well-known idea that before the chayt, the Yetzirah is without, after the chayt, the Yetzirah is within. Adam Rishon internalizes Yetzirah, before the Yetzirah doesn't have an internal Yetzirah, after the Yetzirah he does. Um, and it's worthwhile returning to that just to appreciate what that means, that the Yetzirah was internalized. And how can he internalize the Yetzirah if he doesn't have an internalized Yetzirah? Well, why would he do that? Why should he do that? As, as we've said many a time, you know, it's, it's, it's the very fact that I have an internal Yetzirah, a physical Natiya, a, 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 a body that has a preference and has a a a, a, a um, um, precondition and a predilection to go find, seek out Ra, to go away from Hashem, that's what induces Chet, that's what gets me to sin. If Adam didn't have that, why would he have been Chet? How could he have been Chet? How did he come to internalize the Yitzhahara? So he said yesterday, again, was. It wasn't a Chet on a physical level, it was a Chet on a intellectual level. It wasn't a Chet of the Guf, it was a Chet of Seichel. And the Chet, of, the entire Chet of Adarishan came down to a Shikal Hadas, a judgment that he made a decision that he made. And how does that decision result in internalizing Yetzirah? So it's so simple, beautiful, and elegant. Let's return to exactly what we left off with and and, and polish that and, and maybe make some more connections today. Let's make a few more connections. Um, 
Emmis, before Artemis sins, he doesn't have an interest in sinning. And that, what, that, what that means is, is that he doesn't have a physical interest in sinning. He doesn't have any physical desire. His body is not pulling him away from Hashem. Afterwards, everything changes and his body does pull himself, pull him away from Hashem. Is there Ra in the world before he sins? Yes, there is, and there has to be, because otherwise he doesn't have the ability to, to make a choice. He doesn't have the hero. Where is that Ra if it's external, it's from without? What, what does that mean? What, what does that mean altogether? And where, where does that Ra show up? So, you know, we could very easily say, well, the Ra is outside, that's, that's the Nachash. That's the Nachash. What does that mean? What, what is it? What, 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 Nachash. The Nachash was Ra, the temptation. What, what, again, what temptation if there's nothing tempting him? If he has nothing to, to, to be tempted with? If he has no part of him that can be tempted? So the Ra was external, of course. But that doesn't mean that Adam Rishon had no shayachus to Ra had no connection to Ra, had no um, relationship with Ra. We just have to understand a little bit better where the Ra, the Ra was and, 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 and what his relationship with it was. Where was Ra before the Chait? The Ra before the Chait was in the fact that there is a physical existence. That's where Ra before the Chait. The very fact that there's a physical existence. And Adarishan also has a physical existence. It means Adarishan also has Ra. If he has Ra, if he has Ra, then it is internalized, not externalized. So we have to understand what Ra means. We, we've talked about this a lot in the past. It comes up everywhere. This comes up, has come up in Derech Hashem. came up in Evan Shlemo. comes up in Chumash. Everywhere we go, we bump into the seaside. Ra doesn't mean evil. Ra doesn't mean bad. Ra doesn't mean wicked. Evil, wicked, and bad are all examples of Ra. They're symptomatic of Ra. And they are all sponsored and subsidized by Ra, but that's not what Ra means. Ra means a disconnect. That's all Ra really means. Teruah, the word Teruah. Something that's broken up. Teruah b'shevet barzel. Break it up. Ra, all Ra means in its most essential form, it means broken away from Hashem, deviated from Hashem, separate from Hashem. Ra means something that's separate from Hashem. <clears throat> and separate fundamentally from Hashem. Separate, separate by its nature from Hashem. The very concept of physicality is Ra. It's Ra. Because it's separate from Hashem. Hashem doesn't have any physicality. Hashem doesn't have any corporeality. The, the very existence of physicality, that's Ra. That is Ra. You can't have physical existence without saying, well, this is Ra. When we use Ra in its most basic, essential form. And that means Adam Rishon, even before the Chet, does he have a goof? Does he have a body? He has physicality? Yes, he has physicality. So that's where there's Ra. The world has physicality. That's Ra. Because it's something that's physical. If it's physical, it's outside of Hashem separated from Hashem, it's distinct and, 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 and independent from Hashem. That's rad. It's broken away from Hashem.
Yet this ra is not something that's internal. What does it mean it's not internal? It's not a manda Omar. It has no influence over Adam. It has no control over Adam. It's not something that directs or pulls or is, is, is telling him anything to do. That's what it means. It's external. It's from without. Even though Adam Rishon certainly has a physical existence, this barest, not barest, but the Sipoyrim the, 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 the coding, which that was his guf, that was the outer membrane, the coding to his neshama. But it has nothing to say. It has no influence. It's not in the driver's seat. It's, it's you know, the, the, uh, the membrane around the egg doesn't tell the egg what to do. And it comes off very, very, very easily without any resistance. It's just there to be a coding to the egg. It's there to protect the egg. Not telling us what to do. That was Adam Rishon's guf. It's ra, but it's external to me. Bachutz, and that has no say. Okay, everybody following that so far? Has no say. Has no say. Not a manda. Not a manda Omar. So Adam Rishon is shayich to ra, and he has a shayachus with ra. He has a yachas with ra, but it's external, as opposed to that we feel ra all the time. We feel the guf pulling us everywhere. That's internal. It's a manda Omar. Good, so let's take that a step further. Again, and, and taking everything from yesterday a step further. So how has he chayte v'yazoy? How can he be chayte if, 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 if it's, just, it's just fingernails? So again, it's not the guf that schlepped him away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because it's, it, it, it requires an internal force that requires something that's a man to Amr that has sway and, and control over me myself. And has influence over me. It's part of me. has influence over me. He was able to make a misstep and a mistake in terms of his decision-making, in terms of Bechir, in terms of Shikul Hadas. The Aveira was in the realm of Das. The Aveira was in the realm of outlook and judgment. And the Aveira was in the fact that he had the ability to second-guess HaKadosh Baruch as we explained yesterday. And that, that we spent some time yesterday talking about that. Ultimately, the Aveira was on a level of Shikul Hadas. Adamish understands what Hashem wants. And, and he understands he's given a, an existence which is 99.9999% pure, just like ivory soap, right? 99.999% pure. That's what it says on the backs. You know, I once got ivory soap in my eyes. I was taking a shower. It stunk. It stunk. Very painful. 99.999% pure. Why should it stink your eyes like this, right? It doesn't say it's pure what? I don't know what it is, pure pure lye, pure acid, pure something. But it doesn't tell you what it is. But anyway, anyway, let's get back to Derech Hashem. Adam Rishon has existence that was, was much like ivory soap, 99.999% pure. He had an impurity of 0.001. Now we understand a little bit better what that impurity was, just the fact that he has a chibur, tarah. He has a yachaz, he has the fingernails. Okay, that's that's right, because that's outside of Hashem. That's outside of Hashem. And he's poised in the balance. To, he has to make a decision who he is and what he is. He could be mashlam himself and say, I'll go with my seichel, I'll go with my 99.999% existence, and that's my equal existence, and I'm giving myself a shlemus of 0.0001, and that's what Hashem wanted. He says, but one second, this is ridiculous. He understands immediately what he's there for. He understands immediately what the Bri is there for. He understands immediately, I'm here to make myself a Baal HaShlemus. And here again, we're, 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 putting, we're making more connections, building on what we had yesterday. I'm here to make myself a Baal HaShlemus. I'm here to make myself like the Rebbein HaShlemus. He knows Derech Hashem. Adam Rishon comes into existence knowing everything that we've learned so far. I'm here 
to have and the only way to do that is to make myself an independent to make myself independently the Mora Dishmaitza, the Mora Dishlemusa, to make myself someone who has been mashlim themselves. And if I'm not mashlim myself, Hashem is mashlim me, then I'm lacking shlemus. And Hashem has given me 99.999% of my shlemus. That's what I'm here for. That, that's going to make me like, like Hashem? If I decide to take from the Eitadas Tevaraf, I decide to be Choyte, I'm going to come crashing all the way down, and I'll be able to mashlim myself 100%. 100%. And I'll be so much more like Hashem when I'm mashed to myself 100%. So it makes perfect sense. I'll disobey HaKadosh Baruch Hu because it makes perfect sense. That's what will ultimately ultimately make me much, much more like HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That was the, the chait. It was a chait of Shikla Das. And just to shift sideways for a moment before we pursue this further, <clears throat> we find Rabbi Yisai, in case we're still wondering, but but still, uh, if he doesn't have an Atila how could he do it? How could he do it? All he is is Seichol. He doesn't have a guf. The, the Ra is Mibachutz, even though he's connected to Ra. He's connected to Ra, but it's outside because there's no pull over him. Fart, still, how could he have second-guessed HaKadosh Baruch Where's that coming from? But Teretz says, Adamrish is not the first one that did this, and he's not the only one that did this. We find from day day three of Bria Sa'elam and onward, we find agencies outside HaKadosh Baruch that are doing the same thing. And you see this, that you don't need to have a chibur Torah to be able to second-guess HaKadosh Baruch to make a mistake of shikh ladas, of, of, of not rebelling against Hashem, but making a judgment call against what Hashem said to do. Using your das to override Hashem's das. And you find this, if, if, right? Just, it's right there in front of us. Ideas that we see every year Rashi's that we read every single year, but it's right there. We're told that on the third day of, of, of creation, eight pre isa pre levinayu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu told the Ilanis, the Ilanis Hakadosh Baruch Hu talked to them. And Hashem said to the Ilanis, "Make yourselves Ilanis, make yourself into a grace Ilan, that the, the tree will taste like the fruit itself." Eight pre isa pre. That's what Hashem wanted from the Ilanis. And what do they do? The eight pre isa pre. And in the end, the, the, the trees decided that, that we're just going to, you know, we're going to make fruits that taste like fruits, but we're not going to make ourselves into trees that taste like fruits. We disobeyed Hashem. The trees disobeyed Hashem. What? How does that even work? How does that even work? That's a good question, but it worked. What worked? What, what do you mean? What, 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 the trees? The trees didn't disobey the Bibayin Shalom? It was the... It was the uh, the 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 sar the the the, the koiches, the malach behind the trees right the celestial agencies that are in charge of the trees they disobey Hashem they disobey Hashem they have a yetsahara they have a, a guf they don't have a guf they're only seichel they're only seichel they're only beings of seichel and das but says they made a shikol hadas they said we understand what Hashem wants but this makes more sense this makes more sense in terms of what Hashem wants in the bria so to us it sounds strange. But Hashem tells you how He wants the Bria. You know better than Hashem how He wants the Bria. But why? So we do this all the time. We do this all the time. And when your kids get older, you'll see, even if we, we're not honest enough with ourselves to see how we do this all the time, you'll see that your kids will do this all the time. Oh, but I thought you really wanted me to do this. Oh, but I thought you really meant this. I know that's what you said, but I thought you really, you really, really, you know, didn't really mean what you said. I thought you really wanted me to do this, right? Arthur, this your kids do this all the time, right? Your kids used to do this, right? Maybe not Arthur's kids. 
My kids do this all the time. All the time. Oh, but I thought this is I thought you really meant this. I thought this is what you really wanted. Of course, you care. kids know what we want, but they're using their das to override our das and convince themselves that this is what we really wanted. We do that all the time with the Rebbein Shalom. We know what the Rebbein Shalom wants, but we use our das to convince ourselves that this is, makes more sense. We're not rebels. We're not, we're not murdim. We're not mamrim. We're not trying to rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but we, we convince ourselves that Hashem really wants it this way. When you're a being of das of Seichel, you have the ability to... to make a shikol hadas against Hashem's das, to make a judgment call against Hashem's judgment. The trees did this. The moon did this. That was the moon's chait. The sar behind the moon, right? He wasn't rebelling against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but he was using his das to say, your bria makes much more sense this way. The two malachim being mishtamish bekeser achas. Your bria doesn't make sense that way. Your bria makes much more sense this way. So you find this already even before other Mauritian gets to the scene, even before the sixth day of creation, you find the same thing, a chait on the level of das. So again, so here we have a question, as Rebidi is asking, but these are malachim, these are sarm, they, they don't, they, do they have a they don't have a That's a big topic, we're gonna, not going to get into that now. These do certainly seem to indicate the malachim do have a There are a lot of rise that malachim have a but that's a big sogya. This would be one of the rise that they have epis bechira. But when you have epis bechira, that's what your bechira is, your bechira is on a level of das. Shikla das. Using your judgment to out to outthink Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is wherein laid the chait of Adam Rishon. Using his das to outthink Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not his gof. Again, he, he has a chibur to Ra, but he doesn't have a influence from Ra. It's mibachutz. Taking that further, now we appreciate something huge and enormous over here. What Adam Rishon essentially did by being in a state of existence where he has perfect balance between being mashed himself to the, to, the, to the end, which he could have done, going from 99.999 to 100%, and choosing to go from 99.9 to 0%, and, 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 and going the other way. What he essentially does with that act and with that Bechira is he's taking someone who has... A chibur Torah has a connection to Ra in that he has a guf, but it's it's a a, 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 a guf, it's a shtick Ra that has nothing to say and is waiting to become entirely subordinate to an neshama. It's right now 99.999% dependent on the neshama. 99.999% dependent on the neshama. It doesn't even have any influence over him. Why is it not 100% dependent on the neshama? Because waiting for Adam's bechira, it's waiting for Adam's decision to see what Adam's going to say. But he has a guf that barely has any existence—a piece of ra, something again that's disconnected from Hashem that has barely any existence. What's Adam doing be'etzim? What's he doing in lumdis? What is he doing on a fundamental level to himself and to the world when he chooses to eat from the etadas toivera? He's giving ra an existence. He gives a kiyum to Ra. He's giving it a self-contained, independent, and 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 um, legitimate existence. He's giving Ra a legitimate existence. The Guf has its own existence now. That's what happened when he was chayte. When he did that, when he through this act of shikol hadas of him deciding that he was going to go that way, 
He's legitimizing the existence of Ra. He's saying the goof has its own existence now. The goof has a legitimate existence. The goof is not just there to be <coughs> bottled to the neshama, to be an accessory to the neshama, to be a membrane, a coating around the neshama. No, 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 no. The goof is there to have its own legitimized, valid existence. Because when that happens, then the goof is going to try to pull me down. It's going to try to drag me down. It's going to try to drown me. And, 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 and suffocate me. And when I overcome such a goof, I'll be mamish like Hashem. I'll have 100% shleimus on my own. So I decide to give the goof a legitimate existence. This is the oiftu, Rabbi Yisai. That's the resulting effect of the chait of Adam Harishon. He gives now physicality a legitimate existence. To say that in Talmudic vernacular, in, 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 in Lamdash Sprach, he gives Ra a kiyum. Everybody understands? Understand? We're using shprach, we have to say everyone understands. Yeah? Um, he's giving Ra Akim, he gives Ra the disconnect state from Hashem, a valid, legitimate existence. And when that happens, Ra is now internalized. That's what it means, it's internalized. Because the, 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 that, that bare, threadbare, gossamer uh, physical existence that he had before the chait, which had no sway over him, when you legitimize it, he is still connected to physicality. He always was. And he, he certainly is more, he, he, only more now, this membrane went from a membrane to something that is a player, is a manda Omar, because it has a legitimate existence now. Now it's able to get control of the steering wheel. It's able to push me out of the, out of the driver's seat because I legitimized its existence. Gave a kim to Ra. So far, so good. This is what happens in Lamdis when Adam Rishon is chayteh. Now the Ramchal told us that when that happens, so Adam's nature changes, the reality's nature changes because everything changes. And we understand a lot better what that means, everything changed. The state of disconnect from Hashem has been given a legitimized, validated, distinct, independent existence, both within us and within the world. It's no longer some threadbare physicality that's just waiting to complete its ascent. No, it's now ready and armed and loaded to drag us down because it's become a legitimate existence in of itself, physicality. Ramchal told us our work is now cut out for us as twofold. A, we have to get back to where Adam was, where physicality is just a shell, is just a husk, is just a coating. And B, when we get there, we have to rectify what Adam did back and got in, which is make the correct decision, not the incorrect decision. We have to do this in two stages. And for all of our existence, we've been working on stage one, which is try to get ourselves to the point and place where our physicality is, is, is barely there. And it's clear in the that we can do that, but it's coming in two stages. Now, we asked yesterday, so when is that happening? What is that happening? How is that happening? You know, are we ready? Are we all ready? We link hands and join hands over here, our voice ready to ascend? Ready to ascend all together? Rapture! We're all going to ascend together and shed these, these bodies, shed these husks, and, and, and make ourselves into beings of light. Are we ready to do that? We're not ready. We're not being beings of light yet. We're, 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 we're um, beings of caffeination and all kinds of other goodies that we have to pour into our bodies all the time. We don't have this existence. So what's the Ramchal talking about? That, that we, our avoida is to get back to this place where, exactly where automation was in Gan Eden, where we had this bare um, goof that, 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 that we had the barest of relationships with, um, 
and, and be mashed to 100%. How, when, where, and why, when, when are we capable of doing that? So, so it's like this. First of all, the Ramchal is referring to something actually that already happened. When the Ramchal says this, he's referring to something that already happened. And there was a point in history where Klaisol did get back to Adam Rishon before the Chet, and they had the ability to rectify the Chet. They were mamish in the same exact setup. But they blew it again. That's by Harsinai. By Harsinai, we had a recreation of Gan Eden. By Harsinai, the Gemara tells us that Akash Baruch Hu purged the zuama, the, 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 the venom, the poison from Klai Yisrael, and we had a certain tahara, a certain purity, and nevertheless, we blew it, and we bungled it, and we made an eagle. What's going on over there in Lumdus, with where Klai Yisrael was before the chait of the eagle, and what the eagle did, and what happened after the eagle? It was the same exact thing, Rabbi Say. By Har Sinai, the Gemara, again, the Gemara tells us that Kosh Baruch Hu purified Klai Yisrael and purged Zuhama, venom. Who's venom? The venom of the Nachash. That's the venom that came from the Nachash. What's the venom that came from the Nachash? That means the legacy of the decision to go with the Nachash's pitch, his Shikla Das, which was to give my guf a legitimate, validated, independent existence, which is a guf that goes down like that. That's all the Zuhama of the Nachash. By saying Nasev and Nishma, Nasev and Nishma, Kleiso raised themselves to the point where that was purged. They raise themselves to the point where they have fingernail existences now. By Harsinai, Klaiso has a fingernail existence. A fingernail existence. They got that from saying Nasev and Nishma. They were zeichet to that. And that was gifted to them. When they died and they were recreated. By Harsinai, there was, there was a Tchiyas Mason. By Harsinai, Klaiso was blown away literally, and they were recreated. It's all the same idea of the purging of the after effects, the side effects, and the legacy of the Nachash, the, the, the destruction of a, 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 a body which has a legitimized Ra, and going back, a return to the, to the, the membranous existence. That's where they were by Harsinai. What? Twice. I have twice. Twice. Good, good question. Good. Anyway. Um, they still had to make one more move because they made it through stage one of, of the two stages of repairing the Chet of Adam. They made it to this point where they uh, all they needed to do now is... is um, to that one act of Bechir and decide to take themselves from 99.999% to 100%. And that would have been from being in a place where my guf no longer has any influence, my guf no, no longer has any sway. I, 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 I'm a being of Seichel and I have a connection to a guf and I'll decide to be mashlam the guf, they would have gone all the way. The Chet Ego, what that really was, was once again giving a kiyum to Ra. They gave Ra an existence once again. Say, no, 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 no. This is more gishmak. This is better. It's better to go this way. We're not ready to abandon the existence that we're used to. We're much better off, and we're enticed still by this enticement of giving the body a kiyum, giving physicality a kiyum, giving all that in existence, and therefore, by extension, giving ra a kiyum. And that's what the Chet Eagle was. They came crashing down once again. The Chet Eagle is mamish, a repetition of the Chet of Adamish and Gan Eden. That's essentially what the Ramchal is referring to. 
Now, can we get back there? We can't get back there. And even Klai's only got back there through HaKadosh Baruch We can work our very best to get to a point where HaKadosh Baruch will give us that Siyat Deshmaya. But we are incapable of returning to a fingernail state on our own. Just as Klai's couldn't do it on their own, they need to Klai's, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Sinai, to be Matar the Zuama. The Ramchal is referring to that point in history where we had the ability to do it, and again, we bungled it and we botched it. Um, but this is a return, a revisit to the ideas from yesterday and, and uh, connecting a lot more dots, understanding the, 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 the idea of a chet on a level of, of seichel, a level of das, that the malachim can really do the same thing also, what it means to, for the yates are to be external and internal, what <coughs> ra really is, and how Adam Rishon had before the chet a chibor to ra, he had a connection with physicality, but the physicality was externalized because again, it didn't have any control. And Adam Rishon internalizing it's art, all that really means is he gave Ra, he gave the physical part of him a, a, a legitimate existence. He gave it a Giyam, gave it an independent existence, and it becomes a man to Amar. And um, instead of him being mashlim himself, he was mechaser himself. Now he did it to be Mashlam himself. It was a Chisar and Litzarech Shleimus. It was a Yerida, as we said, Litzarech Aliyah, but he was Mechaser himself, and with that we can wrap up with one final idea over here, the final T to cross and I to dot and, and, and connection to make. That's why the Ramchal says Ra is so much stronger now than it was before, and why our work is, is so much more difficult than it was originally. <coughs> Ramchal says, Unrishan could have done it just like this, and we have to work and work and work and work for lifetimes and for 6,000 years to do in 6,000 years, what Adam Rishon could have done in one nanosecond, things got much more difficult because we were mechaser ourselves. Not just we gave Ra a legitimate existence, we chose to give Ra a legitimate existence. We chose to make ourselves being, uh, beings of Ra, creatures of Ra, as opposed to creatures that could have been, we could have been creatures of rectification, made ourselves creatures of Ra. Beings of light we could have been, and instead we became beings of... of uh, <coughs> of uh, laziness as opposed to being beings of light. Um, so that's why it's much more difficult now because we were mechaser ourselves, the opposite of being mashlam ourselves, the opposite of what we were supposed to do. Good, this is an excellent place to step. So we didn't go weiter today. We're still up to Aleph Gimel Tess. Mirza Hashem, next week, Monday morning, we will continue in Der Hashem. Thank you all, Rabbi Sain. Please, until next time, let's all stay on the derech.